Welcome to the Holy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Anissa Haley. I am a newlywed Christian woman who just wants to share my biblical perspective on womanhood, faith, and many more things. The Holy Woman Podcast is here to support and encourage many like-minded Christian women. This is something that God has really put on my heart to start, and I feel like he is pushing me to get this podcast off the ground. In this episode, we're going to talk about modesty, what the Bible says modesty is, and my modesty journey. Girl, I was a hot mess. Oh, I was a hot mess. It was crazy. I had this twisted view on modesty, and it was just a very rough adjustment that I went from not being a Christian and then I became a Christian and then I just struggled in that area. But I'm telling you, if it wasn't for God's grace and his wisdom through strong godly women who he picked specifically to help me in that season, girl, <laughs> I would have still been looking like a hot mess out here and still having a twisted view about modesty and just womanhood in general that tied to your out of appearance and many other things this is the first podcast episode and thank you for tuning in let's get into it first off first most i want to bring up what the definition of modesty is in the bible and I have my Women's Study Bible right here. I'm telling you, sis, I recommend you getting one. It will change your life, okay? Modesty. Its biblical meaning is a sensitive withdrawal from anything that is indelicate or impure. When you are a woman that is being modest in her clothing, you are trying to steer away from clothing that is too revealing, especially to your shape, in a way that is very lustful to people. So we're talking about me right here. So with me, before I gave my life to Christ, I literally wore what was trendy. I would wear the most tightest outfits that I could squeeze myself into, outfits that were uncomfortable. I would wear super bright, vibrant, tight clothing. I would dress inappropriately so I could receive validation and receive attention, especially from men. And all I was doing is like, okay, so I'm over here thinking that I have to be dressing on, I have to be dressing very revealing to receive a man, to be with a man. But all I'm doing as a woman is I am, I'm lowering my value. I'm lowering my worth. I'm lowering my respect as a woman by dressing very revealing and I'm thinking a way for me to seek love is by dressing very lustfully when guys would try to talk to me I was receiving lust not love and like for the longest I used to really struggle when 
people would compliment me and say that I was beautiful because to me, just growing up in a society like this or growing up and I'm going to the club and how it's just being portrayed in social media or in society, you have to wear tight fitting clothing. Like you have to wear very provocative type of clothing in order to be trendy, to be popular, to be deemed as, I just, I had a problem with people would call me beautiful because I didn't want to be beautiful. I wanted to look, I thought, I thought what a woman was, was a woman who was provocative looking. A woman who wears tight revealing clothing, who represents the Jessica Rabbit type of woman. I thought that is what a woman is. To me, when I felt like when people would call me beautiful, I would took it as I'm a girl, I'm a child. I'm not a child, I'm a woman. So I need to dress provocative so I can look like a woman because I'm a woman, you know? That's what I took it as because when people would call me beautiful, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, you call the sky beautiful. You call a child beautiful. You call a girl beautiful. But a woman She's provocative looking, you know? You don't call a woman beautiful. That's just, I had this twisted view in my mind, especially someone who was trying to keep up with the trends of style and fashion. And it's like, even when I first started going, like when I gave my life to Christ, I struggled with modesty for a little bit too, even after my after starting like my relationship with Christ, because like I literally, y'all, I would wear tight behind dresses and slap a blazer over it and call that modesty. Or I would wear a dress that was like two sizes way too big for me and I would be swimming in it. So like I was from one extreme to the next. Like I really struggled to discover my sense of style now that I was becoming a Christian woman, because when I wasn't saved, I had a sense of style. It was a false sense of style. But it's like now when you give your life to Christ, you have a new identity. You are a different person in Christ than who you were when you weren't saved. That's also where the term being born again, you know, you're, you're getting a fresh start. So everything you learned when you were in the world and just out here doing crazy stuff, now you're being retaught and retrained. And one of the things that you do get retaught and retrained is especially in your sense of fashion as a woman. And I would like, yo, I used to wear like fat behind eyelashes. My eyebrows used to be like, yo, my eyebrows used to be like this big. I used to do the, they used to call them, back when makeup like started like getting real big on YouTube and stuff, they used to call it halo brows. So I would have halo brows, fat eyelashes. I used to do the most with my makeup and all that. But the more and more I started building a deep relationship with God, the more the Holy Spirit started convicting me in how I needed to dress. And I'll be real with you, if one of the things I've kind of learned, like if I feel like if I got to ask someone if this, is this outfit a little too tight? Maybe I don't need to wear it because I don't know. That's just how I feel. I feel like if I got to ask you, is this outfit a little too tight? Maybe I don't need to wear the outfit. Maybe I don't need to wear it. 
And it's like, even like just like a couple weeks ago, like the Holy Spirit was kind of dealing with me on how I, I would do my makeup. There's times where like I used to do my makeup so excessive and I would wear like certain lip colors that were just very excessive or certain lip combinations because I used to wear a lot of lipstick and I would do like ombre combination a lot and I would always like when I wasn't saved I had a signature makeup look that I would do but then when I gave my life to Christ God started like tweaking even how I did my makeup he started convicting me I used to wear like eyeliner and all that stuff like I used to wear like excessive makeup and God was like no sis no so he would convict me there were certain makeup palettes that I had that had like demonic pictures on it that the Holy Spirit was dealing with me to get rid of and remove out of my home and all that so you know going through this journey when you surrender more to Christ in Christ's eyes, a woman is gentle. She's soft. She's beautiful. She's pure. She's innocent. But in the world, the world wants to pervert that and make her like this provocative, this seductive, this so many extremes to this type of woman. She's She has a abrasive personality. She says what she wants. She does whatever she wants, you know? She's independent. She, that's like the motive in society about a woman. And I spent so much time trying to chase that, you know? So that is kind of like my story of how, mm, if it wasn't for godly women who were very gentle to me in church, who would pull me to the side and be like, hey, Anissa, your outfit's really pretty. But it's a little inappropriate, you know, and helping me and guiding me like I'm like, that's why I was like women, especially women in the church. If you do see your sister wearing an outfit that's a little inappropriate, please speak to her gently. Please allow the Holy Spirit to guide you before you go and talk to her. You don't want to come out of emotions and then it comes off like you're trying to put her down as a woman or make her feel insecure about what she's wearing. But we do need to be sisters keepers, especially in church as well. With me, I had to learn to stop being so cheap with clothing because when I would go to the club and stuff, I could get a whole outfit head to toe for less than, less than 20 bucks. So in order, now that I am a Christian woman, I do need to invest more into my clothing, invest more into better clothing that is going to fitly frame and shape my body in a way that is respectful to me, to people, my husband, and to God. But you don't got to blow the bank to be modest, sis. You just, you ain't got to blow the bank. So there are a lot of ways that you can be crafty or you can shop more affordable. Honey, Walmart's clearance section Target's clearance section, I live in those clearance, I live in the clearance sections of stores. You know, only time I really buy clothes is during a sale, a clearance section, it's half off, like, yeah. Like, sometimes I'll buy, like, fall clothes that are on sale in, like, in the springtime, 
because they're cheaper instead of trying to wait until fall to buy fall fall clothes. So I'll do stuff like that. So I don't really break the bank when it comes to buying clothing that fits my body appropriately. I'm going to kind of do like almost like a Bible study. So I have my woman's study Bible right now and we are going to read what the Bible says about modesty because I don't just want to talk about like my experience. I really want to talk about what my woman's study Bible says about modesty. So this is in Second Corinthians chapter three, and this part, this little subtext, I don't know what to call it, talks about your appearance. So it says this, appropriate attire is essential for women who represent Christ. Women are admonished not merely to have an outward adornment, but to use such adornment to emphasize what is within. First Peter 3, 3, and then First Peter 4. A Christ-like spirit is preferred over excessive clothing, gaudy makeup, or revealing clothes. Style and beauty, however, need not be compromised. We can be stylish with modesty and flair. So yeah, it takes time because you're relearning everything when you've become a Christian. When you really surrender to God, God will start showing you your identity in Christ and start and that's where your style your personality starts to change and shift to be more Christ-like but there's still a piece of you there but let me tell you being modest is not is also not just wearing appropriate attire Being modest also goes hand in hand with having good manners. And it talks about it in this section. Good manners also blend into your total image. Consideration of another's feelings and opinions is an opportunity to reflect the character traits described in scripture as the fruit of the spirit. Galatians 5, 23. Having appropriate social skills can relax and free you to impart energy and concentration in other areas, such as sharing a witness for Christ or extending hospitality. How others interpret your words and actions will be to a great extent how they regard Christ. So how you treat people, yourself, and God needs to also reflect in your outer appearance. You know, you can't sit here and focus so hard in having appropriate clothing when your language, your actions are very inappropriate, are very filthy. Because then you're not representing the fruits of the spirit as a woman, and then the fruit of the spirit is let me let's go to Galatians 5:22-23 and let's see what the fruits of the spirit are. So, give me one second. Cuz I don't want this to be my words. I want it to be the Bible's words, what my Bible what my Bible is saying. Okay. So this is in Galatians 5, and this section is the fruit of the spirit and the title is called a reflection of the character of God. The fruit of the Holy Spirit affects the believer's relationship with God's others and self. As Christians grow in their relationship with the Lord, they develop unselfish love, 
true joy and lasting peace. As they build relationships with others, they are challenged to reflect his patience, kindness, and goodness as they mature spiritually. Christians discover an inner strength which results in faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are the fruit of the Spirit. So that also needs to reflect as well with you being appropriate in how you were dressing. You also need to be appropriate and show the fruit of the spirit and be Christ-like in your personality as well, in your in how you treat people. It needs to be Christ-like. So yes, you know. And like don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, like I know people be like, well, I, you know, it's not, so I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. It don't matter what you wear. You can wear a trash bag and a man might still stare at you and be like, ooh, la, 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 la. But, you know, we ain't talking about that. We're talking about if you are deliberately trying to make your brother fall into temptation, then you, my dear, have a problem. That's not godly. It's not biblical. And if anything, you are causing your brother to stumble and to fall. So at least, yes, we live in a sinful world. And yes, sometimes it does not matter what you wear. Sometimes you get checked out. You could be wearing a trap on you and a man might look at you. But still, as a Christian woman, you still need to do your due diligence and still represent Christ-like in your appearance and also in how you treat people, others, and yourself, and God. And because who you are in the inside needs to reflect on the outside. And I'll be real with you. I didn't understand the gospel until I gave my life to Christ. And a lot of people fall into that category. Some people have, most people have a Bible in their home. They just never open it. So at times you are a walking Bible for People, co-workers, strangers, your family, they are viewing Christ through you. They need to be able to see that something has shifted in you. Something has changed positively in you. You know, you want it to be where people desire to have your joy, your peace, they, to where people love how you handle situations, violations, traumas, how you handle it Christ-like. That goes hand in hand with how you dress as well. Like, wow, this woman is beautiful. She has a really nice figure. I just love how she takes the time to dress appropriately for her outfit. And like your fashion can encourage a lot of women who struggle to be modest, who don't know how to dress modest, because I'll be real with you, one of the reasons why I struggle being modest is because I just felt like it wasn't cute. I felt like it was like, it, you know, before, like you didn't really see a lot of cute, modest fashion. And now, like, I'm so thankful that we're having a lot of Christian content creators stepping up and doing modest get ready with me's, modest lookbooks, modest swimsuits in a way that's very attractive and very pleasing to the eye, in a way that's not provocative or lustful looking. I feel like if more women who 
don't dress modest see more women who take the time to look fashionable and elegant i feel like it would inspire and encourage a lot more women to dress like that who you are in the inside your relationship with christ it's going to reflect on the outside so and it talks about this in proverbs 4 it in the title of this little section is more than appealing face this is kind of where it talks about your beauty a Christian woman's appearance should be a compliment to her inner spirit and never a hindrance to the kingdom of God. Beauty is more than appealing face or the latest fashion. For a godly woman, good hygiene, healthy skincare, appropriate attire, and gracious manners are all expected to be a means of presenting an outward appearance that attracts others towards her life and ultimately gives opportunity for sharing a testimony of the Christ who dwells within her. Because when I was not a Christian, I was wearing revealing clothing to bring attention only to myself. It was all about me, 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 and how I dress, and I need to wear this, and I need to be wearing the latest trends, this, that, and the third. Now, when you start building a relationship as a Christian woman, Oftentimes, there will be an undeniable light inside of you that will shine. You will have a glow. There will be a certain type of presence, a countenance about you. People will be able to see that something is different in you. And if anything, they're not being attracted to you. They're attracted to Christ that's in you. So we went from when you're wearing revealing clothing, people are attracted to your body in a way that's lustful versus now as a Christian, when you have the fruits of the spirit, when you have appropriate attire, when you take care of yourself physically, and on top of that, you have gracious manners that are very feminine, very elegant, very gentle, that attracts different types of people that attracts a different type of man towards you that attracts people and people are going to be like what does she have I want what she has it's not you it's Christ so we went from when you know it goes from idolizing self now God is on a pedestal he's on you know a woman's countenance is often a mirror of her heart. She abides in God's love. Her facial features tend to soften and lines become tempered. An inner peace and joy reflected on her face. face, on her face. A woman's actions and attitudes are often an indication, uh, are often an indication of where her roots are planted. Are your roots planted in Christ? Or are your roots planted in the world, in toxicity, and just in provocative and always having, you know, or in self. When a person's heart is rooted in, when a woman's heart is rooted in peace and joy, Galatians 5, 22 and 23, her outward countenance radiates vitality, enthusiasm, love, and a deep sense of well-being. Something no makeup, perfume, professional styling high fashion or personal fitness program can create 
Having the Holy Spirit within empowers a woman with vitality and enthusiasm, making her a magnet to other people. True beauty comes from within and is manifested by pure motives and a generous, unselfish spirit towards others. Jesus alone can establish such a wellspring of love. See 1 Corinthians 16, 29. When a woman yields her life to him, no beautiful cation regimen of stylish clothes can mask an unattractive heart, unkind words, or hurtful actions. But if we as women, if we don't take the time to really each day surrender our hearts to the Holy Spirit to continue bringing conviction to us so we can each day exercise having more fruits of the Spirit, being more Christ-like, especially in our words and our actions, we can draw people towards us But if we are operating like our old selves before we gave our lives to Christ, the minute we speak and open our mouths, that's how we'll lose people. Because the goal really is to lead and help lead people to Christ. We are Christ's ambassador. Everything we do needs to be a way in some way, shape, or form to inspire, encourage, and support either other believers or to help push people to build a relationship with Christ, to give their life to Christ. We need to embrace being modest because when I gave my life to Christ, I went from thinking I need to look provocative to be deemed as attractive and wanted by men. And I went through this whole like awkward phase of trying to figure out what clothes fit for me, what doesn't fit for me, wearing certain undergarments underneath my dresses to make sure that everything looks seamless and smooth underneath. Because before, I didn't care. If it jiggled and hang, I did not care. And to me, I needed it to jiggle and hang. Let me dress like this so I can get me a man to buy me a drink. That was me. Like, literally, I was very seductive. I was very just provocative in how I would act and how I would speak just you know it was nasty and I was kind of rude at the same time like I didn't care about nobody I only cared about me doesn't work like that when we're a Christian because let me tell you something we are not perfect even me I have to be more mindful now especially since I'm doing content creation because I may wear an outfit that is very appropriate but I need to be mindful of my poses in my pictures because I don't want to be posing in a way that is enhancing certain parts of my body that are inappropriate or causing someone to fall into temptation you know I don't want to do that I at least want to do my part as a Christian woman you know I can't sit here and worry about oh doesn't matter what I wear or how I pose people are going to look at me anyways I can't have that mindset because One day, like when we die, we will give an account to God of how we lived our life. And like, who am I to be like to God? Oh, God, I, you know, that's just people's fault. They shouldn't be looking at me like that. Blah, 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 blah. Like, who am I to say that to God? You know, I kind of think of stuff like that. But yeah, like every day you got to be dying daily in this area and making sure that you are Christ-like in your appearance and also in your actions when it comes to modesty. You'd be surprised who is looking up to you. 
You'd be surprised who's inspired, how much you were impacting many people in your life. You just, you'd be surprised. Who knows, maybe one day God will show you all of that, you know? Thank you for listening to this episode of The Holy One. I hope it ministered you in any way. Always remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made in Him. Psalm 139. You enjoy the rest of your day or your evening or even your week, my sister in Christ. Bye.